You're listening to Once, episode 347, Leaving Storybrooke, Initial Reactions. Hello, and welcome back to Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Jeremy. I'm Aaron, And we're here to talk about leaving Storybrooke, our initial reactions to leaving Storybrooke. Which is the series finale. Literally this of time. Of Once Upon a Time. Literally yeah, this for time. For real. It really happened. It did happen. And these are our initial reactions, so we're going to be all over the place. Yes, we are. More than And normal. then Hunter <laughs> Hunter and Jacqueline are also going to do some spoiled initial reactions and then we're going to do like a fully together or not fully together. <laughs> Who knows if we'll hold it together. Right. Final episode right. on right. Wednesday the 30th. Right. But um they didn't so much leave. Well, they did leave Storybrooke and then not so much. They yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say my overall initial reaction to this episode was that it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. The story, especially separated from last week, was kind of just so-so, but I kind of knew that whatever plot there was was probably going to be mostly a vehicle for doing character stuff they wanted to do. Yes. I agree with that. So, like, amazing character moments, amazing reveals, and then, yeah, just so-so. But then, oh, I, oh, so fun to watch. So many things I liked. And then so many times I was like, Jeremy's not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kept bringing back these magical items. And I'm like, well, we did request no new magical items. So they're just bringing back every right. single old magical item that we've ever seen. I am slightly convinced that they do listen and they do hate me and they are like, you know what? Rumple is going to pull out one last vial of magic just for that he's going to use Jeremy jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to use it for something that nobody else needs a cursed hand to do. Yes. Cuz we've griped about that. We've griped I think it started with Aurora. Yes, it probably did. Because Hook had been enchanted to pull out Cora's heart. Yeah. Anyway, so many things. <laughs> but I think that whatever, I don't know. I don't know right now. <laughs> I had some really mixed reactions to some of it. I had, I thought that that Rumple's exit was, it could have been more if there had been more time, but it also, the the way that it happened, I think was all that could have happened because we've already had big epic moments that should have probably been his end and weren't. Yes. And so you can't just retread that. And so it was more, it was no less meaningful, but it was well, still, but it was not a repeat of something already done. And also talk about full circle, like Hook started out as being his nemesis. Right. Because he stole his wife. <laughs> right. 
And then he literally sacrificed himself partially for his happiness and then partially for his life. Mm -hmm. And there were, there were some beautiful moments. I still, even with the end sequence and with that, that piece of story with Nook and Rumple, I couldn't still shake the feeling that all of this would be a little better without the wish realm side of things. Agreed. Like find a way for him to sacrifice himself for actual hook or, and have the stories with actual Henry in some way. Now they've certainly done weirder things to change someone's personality for a minute. (laughs) So, you know, I think for what they had coming to the end, it was good, but every, I, it'll never be a secret at this point that I didn't like the wish realm idea. (laughs) No. (laughs) So yeah, the end was beautiful, except I found myself going, but there are two Henrys. How weird and messy is that? But it's beautiful. Yeah. So I, I would snap back to it. But <laughs> Well, and the timing is all messed up. Like Hook and Emma's baby shouldn't be a baby. So they clearly just called everybody back to Storybrooke at the time that they felt like it. They kept them in the past. But and still. never addressed whether they were going to... Ooh, I don't want to think about that part. Okay. <laughs> Because when Hook and Emma came to help Henry, Henry was grown and Emma was just expecting then. But that was before Lucy was born. Uh, hmm. The timelines alone (laughs) make one's head spin. So the way I'm gonna the way I'm gonna um just like reconcile that in my head is that they all got to choose which which timeline version of themselves they wanted to be in the um newly united realms. I will say there's one unresolved bit for me. Okay. Regina never said the words I thought your grandparents were fake. <laughs> I just wanted to hear those words. It's not so terrible when you realize it was a terrible mistake. But, you know, they got they got where they needed to be rather quickly. She said a lot of other Well, and yes, just to to go from there, I laughed so hard in the opening scene where they show up in Storybrooke. <laughs> that was Out fantastic. Loud. I was like, very subtle, Alice. She's not worried about ruining the future at all. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so much for (laughs) they can't know we're here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that was so funny. And that was a very quick way. You need to get that bead that you have hit into the kitchen. So that's why she was so willy-nilly with the bean, because she knew there was another one. Right. Which somehow, I guess, she knew was never going to be used for anything else. Well, she probably would think back to how long she remembers it being there. Right. And know that they were going to the past. But maybe beyond that future, (laughs) that point in time, it was going to be crucial to save the universe. And now, no. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized what the end reminded me of. There's an episode of Doctor Who where the space-time continuum is fractured and broken and all times exist at the same time. And it's very, very bad. It's a very bad thing. But there are like pyramids near 
Big Ben and and dirigibles flying over both and just like stuff happening and it's all there together and everybody from history is there together and it's just a really untenable thing that's going to explode and everything's going to end eventually as i recall it had to be stopped (laughs) that's actually what was in the back of my head and i couldn't pull it out until just now when i saw the way storybrooke ended up (laughs) well as long as it stays in that small little forgotten corner of maine yes that'll just storybrooke will blow up and nothing else will be affected i had such mixed feelings about that about the very end Mm mm-hmm yeah, it was it was cute in a way and made not a lot of sense in another way. I I realized in that moment that no one someone was going to be unhappy no matter what. Like if they stay in Storybrooke, some of us would say they should all go back to their realms and if they go back to their realms then some of us are like, "But what about Storybrooke?" And so they solved all of the problems. Right. I did like it with- a little better as it was happening. <laughs> and I was going, eh, no, this is like chaos. Somebody in the chat said, it's Disney, as in Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah. I was like, oh. It is. That's actually kind of true. <laughs> it's also Operation We Are Both, which oh. I knew you'd love. Oh, yeah. Loved that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I liked the other one better. What was it? Operation Keep Your Mouth Shut. Keep your trap. Keep your trap. <laughs> I was oh, actually sorry, like that might be closed. That might have to be yes, keep your trap closed. I was like, that might have to be my operation if I'm gonna actually gripe about this episode. But no, whatever somehow the whole the ceremony for Regina. I mean, you can have all kinds. I, I, There are still weird things about that, too. I don't know. Maybe she's the queen over all the kingdoms that are all together. And then people like Tiana still get to be queen of their own kingdoms. Well, it looked like there were several kingdoms in there. Yeah. But they said she was going to lead all of them. Yeah. But still, it was just, it was kind of amazing. As soon as they made a point of showing that Emma wasn't there, I knew she was going to burst through the door and say, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> Well, okay, so I will admit, I pretty much unfollowed everybody on Instagram and social media, like all of the actors when I started doing this podcast, because they kept spoiling stuff. (laughs) But then last year, I followed again, some of the people that left the show, because they left the show. Oh, true. So Jennifer Morrison had posted a picture of her as Emma. And I didn't read the caption. So I was just like, that could be recent or that could be her just like reminiscing that the show just got canceled and right. Like I'm grateful for my time on the show, whatever. And so I, I did not fully expect her back because I do know that Jennifer Goodwin and Josh Dallas, when they left last year, agreed to come back for one episode. And I didn't know if Jennifer Morrison was included in that. And she already has been back for an episode. Right. So then I was like, did they seriously just say, oh, the baby's fussy as their excuse for (laughs) her not being back in the show? And you have to have Emma. Like, you cannot end the show without the savior. That's great. And I think nothing sums up we are both as much as her running in in her princess dress with her red leather coat on. Right. I will confess I was a bit spoiled about who was going to make an appearance. So I actually kind of thought that 
all the Storybrooke people were going to be in a lot more of the two hours last week and this week. Right. So I don't know how that would have worked really without being kind of silly or probably occupying more of their time than they had to give. But <laughs> the best reveal I want to say of the show, but probably just because that's I'm because I'm emotional right now was <laughs> Snow and Charming. That was yeah, so great. That was pretty good. I had to think for a minute when there were two of when I realized there were two people helping and not just one because I was just like, oh, Robin came and because of the arrow. Right. And then I'm like, Snow has an arrow. Is it Snow? <laughs> and then someone in chat was like, Charming did a sword twirl thing that gave away that it was him. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I even liked the the Robin dream and the feather. I did too. See, I'm cool with that stuff where it's just a little bit weird and they don't they don't have a good or bad explanation. They just it just is what it is and I kind of like that. Um, was there anybody that y- y- did not make an appearance that you wish you had seen? Hmm. I thought they wrote it like they wrote characters in very well, even just for a moment. Right. So that we could see them. We already saw Granny quite a bit. Yeah. And she was wearing a red sweater. So I want to say perhaps that was like, who knows if Megan Ori could have made it or not. I I think even in some of the flashbacks, though, they included more people that Mm -hmm. like in the montage at the end. Yeah, there could always be. More, I guess. It would have been kind of fun to have Ruby and Dr. Whale in there somewhere. Yeah, I don't... Was Dr. Whale even in that little montage? Because I know, like, the montage included... I know Aurora was one that I noticed. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And it included, uh, like, maybe those actors couldn't make it or they just didn't have a way to write them in. um, Or they didn't want to come back. Also possible. (laughs) Right. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're mostly going to be standing around. I'm disappointed they didn't bring Graham or Neil back for this. Oh, yeah. Because Graham would still be alive in the Wish Realm. Well, in my opinion, Jamie Dornan has... (laughs) Surpassed? Created a reputation and a... An aura, for lack of a better term, that probably doesn't need to come back into the show. (laughs) Yes, I suppose that is true. Um, And then they're saying in the chat that Dr. Whale was in the montage. Okay, I didn't... I only saw it the one time. I'd have to look. Oh, Anna and Elsa were as well, apparently. But yeah, maybe they thought that... um, That child neil was a good enough nod to balefire who should also be way older than that as a total sidebar but uh i think i think not the time that they stayed in well yeah because that at least is consistent with how old robin was in the car Mm -hmm. this is a few years after the end of last season not long enough for but why would they go back to that why would they stay in that time I don't so know. So what happens to their future? I know. And, and theoretically... Drizella and Anastasia? <laughs> well, yeah, so isn't... What what they kind of sidestepped is that there should be two Reginas. There should be two... Unless this is already after Regina went off to help Henry. 
But they said that, well, okay. So this could actually be at least a few weeks after she brought the realms together. But then if it's only a few years after the end of last season, then Hook and Emma don't have a kid yet. Oh, well, <laughs> right. Because they came at Henry the same time. Adult. They came at the same time as Regina to help Henry. Yeah. But Regina stayed for yeah. like 16 years. And that was still, that was when that was adult Henry. No, so that, that helps. They, that actually works. What works? If the baby has been born, then second Regina has already left Storybrooke. Yes. Okay. So that works. But then Neil would be like 20 or 15 or something, or at least 10, because Neil was like one or two at the end of last season. And how old is And Henry? then Henry was 16 or 15. And then Henry's an adult when they leave Storybrooke to go help him to save him from Drizella. Right when that whole thing happens, well, just and that's just have, when Emma. <laughs> we have two different actors. Doesn't mean we can necessarily tell what age Henry was supposed to be at any given time. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, because like, where do we decide? At this age, Henry suddenly looked like this. <laughs> Someone in chat just said, "I liked this." Where where did it go? Dead is dead, except when it's not. We are both. <laughs> Pretty much sums up the show. <laughs> squid ink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, squid ink. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Blood magic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On my list of unanswered questions would be the link between real rumple and completely real wish rumple. But of course, we all know. Your questions are pointless. So. I wanted to know what happened to the dagger. <laughs> oh, right. That thing? <laughs> yeah, that old thing. Just put it on the shelf over there. Has, anybody, snow globe. has anybody ever thought about that thing? Like, <laughs> turns out the author power can totally strip the dark one of his power. Yeah, his... right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, like I said, this was all about the characters, the story. Mm, I don't know. But. <laughs> Mo oh, I want to say most series finales probably focus more on the characters than the story. <laughs> but I can't even, like, I haven't seen enough of them, I guess. And I haven't liked hardly any of them, so. Yeah. I felt like toward the end I was starting to go, mm, what about that, what about that? But then the whole ceremony for Regina just sort of, and then the montage, and then the end, and flying through Storybrooke. I was like, okay, just hand me the tissues. And their baby's name is Hope. Right. It was cute. And then he looked at Hope when they said she had to, that you have to have hope. Ugh. Yeah, it was all so, and it was so full circle. And, <laughs> and the castle yeah, is because... the new grannies, apparently. But the castle, it was even the way that they walked in with her was such yeah. a throwback to the pilot when she walked in and threatened to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. Sorry, destroy them destroy or destroy their, their happy endings. <laughs> yes. It, yes, it was quite beautiful. I may have even gotten choked up a couple times. 
I did for sure. But what really got me was after it ended and all day I've been seeing the cast and crew posting goodbyes and thank yous on Twitter and Instagram. And then people are tweeting at us kind of the same thing. And... And so much. Seven years. And it just, once the show hit and we were getting ready for the show, it kind of just all hit me all at once. And I was like, I don't know if I can podcast tonight. (laughs) But the show must go on. You're doing great. (laughs) Well, thanks. (laughs) That also, I think, comes from seven. I never would have thought. I used to be, before this show even, when Daniel and I did our old podcast, I was terrified at the idea that my voice was going to be recorded and archived and somebody could listen to it years from now. I guess I got over it. I guess so. (laughs) Because you've only done 347 episodes. (laughs) Right. Well, sort of. (laughs) Um, I'll just throw in like whenever you seem to be getting choked up, I'll throw in one of those annoying <laughs> things from the episode and it'll be fine. Like That's the magic funny. handcuff was back. <laughs> we didn't even see it. No. Got, and why would think... it be in the wish realm? Because it was from Greg and Tamara. You know, why not? No. <laughs> why not? <laughs> well, 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 Peter Pan made it right. That's true, actually. Good loophole, Rumpelstiltskin. I mean, I don't know that there was a wish Neverland, but there was definitely a wish Peter Pan, so <laughs> I guess I guess it's fine somehow. That's kind of how, as it was coming to an end, I was kind of like, that's stupid, but it's fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> Just... Did you understand the loophole? Because I didn't uh, understand the loophole. Which loophole? The like the loophole. The loophole. Like the Rumpelstiltskin found a loophole to destroy everybody, and that is just Henry's emotions are enough to write. Oh new no! Stories. No, I didn't understand at all. I felt okay, that that good. was very much a conjured vehicle to create moments of drama, and because <laughs> there wasn't really time for a war council to go into action. I liked the th- the war council, though. That's fine. I liked having them all in that room. In fact, again, though, I, I, apparently this was more of a... Sp- I'm more of a spoiled initial reaction than I thought. I had seen a picture of that. But that oh. one picture gave me hope. <laughs> um, like, did Lucy oh, even have a line in this You know, episode? I'm not sure. <laughs> she acted cold very well. <laughs> Jeez, that- man. <laughs> They, there was suddenly a cabin in that snow globe. Like, the wow. snow globe became a place I wouldn't mind visiting. <laughs> a cabin in the woods with no fire. There should have been a fire. There was no fire? No, they were trying to... I think they were trying to start a fire, oh, but they could Well, it needs a fire and food and stuff, but otherwise I would visit it. And it was over very, very quickly. For having a cabin, I expected them to be there a lot longer. Well, but then somehow... The non-new magical item <laughs> from earlier in the season. I think uh, I think they took it from Storybrooke and gave it to them. Why would it be in Storybrooke? Uh, I don't remember much about it or where it ended up. So I decided that it came from Storybrooke. So I they think got that me hook- very well trained. <laughs> I think that hook was from the episode where Nook left the tower to 
uh, try and free Alice, and that hook was what he was going to use. Remember, he got it from the Moby Dick cap captain. Yeah. And then it was we were annoyed because he was all like, "You didn't come straight home." Robin was all upset because he fought the guy instead. Hmm. Wasn't that where that hook was from? It was from that story. Oh. Someone in chat, Reese, said Gothel had it. Gothel's the one who set him up to abandon Alice and to cause that riff in their relationship, I think. This is this season, and I can't I know, remember. I know. Well, this season was so many things packed into one. True. It is definitely from that episode, though, because that was the magical item. That might have been like the week after we were like, no more new magical items. And then that happened. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that this finale did, the two parts together, was it was kind of like they had to kind of backtrack and go, no, no. What was this nonsense about be strong and hook can be near Alice? Like, no, that's really crucial that that not happen. So we're going to go back and make things the way they should have been. Well, he did suffer some pain at that point but they weren't in a like a fully magical realm yeah (laughs) i don't know i realized that once the curse broke regina had a fireball i was like i don't know how you did that true but it didn't really work but is that only because maybe they were surrounded by enough magic she could do a fireball yeah she like channeled it from gothel rose was just saying a minute ago in the chat I, I'm trying to remember, she might have shared this with us at some point, and we read it in the podcast. Three years ago, she had a dream that the series ended, and it panned out from Storybrooke and showed Snow's castle in the background. At the time, she was thinking of Storybrooke as having gone to the Enchanted Forest, so she was pretty, <laughs> especially oh, wowed cool. by this finale to see them actually together. That's really cool. I don't remember that, but I don't remember an episode five weeks ago. So (laughs) (laughs) I think we've gotten feedback. It might have been from Rose, I guess, about the Disneyland connection as well. But maybe that's just because some of the castles have sometimes looked like some of the castles that are in Disneyland. Yeah. I think one of my highlights was Regina's speech to Henry to... Wenry to whiny Henry. (laughs) (laughs) He was awful. Like, like he was an awful character. And I don't, I don't like that he got to come to Storybrooke. Um, (laughs) Because now how has, how is he ever going to, I guess, no, he's a different person. I was going to say, how is he ever going to meet Ellen have Lucy, but he's not past Henry. He's just, Yeah. Maybe he should leave Storybrooke and go find his story. No, I think that negates the whole purpose of the (laughs) newly united realms. Because there's no more realm for him to go to. Because they're all in Storybrooke. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Weird. Okay, That's going to be a hard one to think about in years to come. (laughs) So So Regina's speech to Henry is like the perfect speech that every mom needs to learn. Like, I think that it's... Referably with no swords involved. 
Right. But it's like the unconditional love. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I still love you. And I want to show you that you're worth, you're worth it. You're worth my life. You're worth dying for. Which, I mean, in a fairy tale world, that's one interpretation. In our world, it's not quite that intense, I think, most of the time. (laughs) Right. Yeah, like all versions of his life are worth saving and that it means everything to her. Like, that was such a good mom moment because, you know, she's gone back and forth with being a mom. Even actually in the last, in the montage where he remembered last episode, there was that moment of her trying to be like, oh, you can use magic to make your friends like you. Like when she was still not quite on the up and up again. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I mostly remember her giving him a cupcake. Didn't she? Yeah, she made it appear, though. Right. Out like, of nowhere. Look, magic is is great, and I'm not evil because I can make cupcakes. Did you eat a cupcake today? Yes, I did. Good. Was it white with a blue candle on it? No blue candle, but it was white. Good. <laughs> I didn't have hot chocolate with cinnamon. Oh, I didn't either. Actually, I meant to make one for the podcast, and... <laughs> I got sidetracked and didn't. <laughs> There's still time. It's late. It's too late to have that. It's late. It's too much sugar before bed. <laughs> and I cannot quite believe that there are no more new episodes coming. Uh, but is there anything else you need to see? No, but I still can't believe that it's over. <laughs> A happy beginning. I was going to say, or a second chance, but honestly, that doesn't have quite the same ring as a happy beginning. (laughs) No, even though that's how it went. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I don't, yeah, I, mm, I'm still thinking of the ending and how they're all together and they're all in like traditional princessy gear and, or prince. And then there's like horses riding down the streets of Storybrooke next to the bug and the beignet truck. <laughs> I tried to find beignets for tonight. There is no place to get them. Yeah. I thought about trying to learn to make them and I thought, who has the time for that? <laughs> Sabine. <laughs> Other than not totally understanding or agreeing with the connection between Rumple and Wumple. <laughs> I thought it was cool that he kind of just faded into dust. Yeah. It was a good and it effect. went into the fire. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Which might be so. Long-time watchers aren't like, he can come back from that. You got to get rid of the ashes. <laughs> Remember Maleficent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who found <laughs> Zorro? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like, I missed that line because I was taking a note, but it was... <laughs> It was, was that her dad? Lily's Lily's dad? dad, Yes. Okay. That was just for the fans. (laughs) Yes. Because we keep mentioning Lily. (laughs) Like, in case you're wondering, you all need closure apparently on Lily's father. So here. Oh, that season seems like a lifetime ago to me. Right. Like, I can't even remember it. So much has happened. The only question I would have for them if I got to interview them or or meet them at a conference would be, how did you pick Zorro? 
Like, where did that come from? That is fascinating. And now I will never see Zoro and not think, hey, I know that you're a dragon. Sorry, I'm just tweeting Adam and Eddie to see if they can answer that question for you. Yeah, that was so random. There were, like, some random things. Like, who – okay, so I remember seeing Smee – and Sabine, and obviously, like, the main characters. I remember seeing Pinocchio, but I thought he was as a child in, like, in the, um, <laughs> what did he call it? Coronation? Hook oh, called that it. sense. And I don't remember seeing Hook and Nook. I only remember seeing Hook. I saw them both. You saw them both? Okay. I, like, again, we've only watched it live one time, and so. It hadn't occurred to me. That Nook, well, the Rogers version of Nook doesn't wear guy liner <laughs> until I saw one and then the other. Hook oh, looks funny right. now. And it was funny how much it felt like we hadn't seen Hook in a long time, even though the differences are so subtle. Yeah, that's true. Now I, we have to be specific. I liked Nook's <laughs> revelation, like that. Weaver was the closest thing he's ever had to a friend. That was cute and probably true, given his life and his history as New Hook. And I, th- I, th- I thought Rumple said that about himself. I thought I thought he said it about Hook, though. He yeah he said it because he said it Hook himself. Asked why a- he, he never okay. used all his power to destroy him. Okay, but still, the revelation that they were friends, I right, liked. Right, Regardless of who said it to whom. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was almost like a plot hole I don't remember ever calling out. <laughs> like, well, if he hates him so much, why didn't the... Maybe we did talk about that, because there were times where it was like, Rumple just were like, why don't you just... If you can destroy someone with a snap of your fingers, why don't you just do that? Yeah but you don't. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I would almost like to re-listen to some of the podcasts. There are probably things we talked about that will be like, we talked about that? We talked about that five times and we didn't remember any one of those times. <laughs> well, someone was asking us to do a podcast, which I don't think this is going to happen, but it, it could happen in our final discussion. <laughs> To discuss like what's changed in our lives in the last seven years since this show has started, because I think um, maybe Hunter and Jacqueline mentioned that in one of their spoiler episodes, which we can't watch because well now now we can we can't watch them at all because they're audio, well, but true, we can't listen that. to them <laughs> um, because we're spoiler free, and so I think that that is something to note as well because when that question came in, I was like, okay, seven years, like what's like what's been going on? Like I've only been in my current job that I work in right now for five. So that's only five of the years of the seven. Right. And like, there's just been a lot that's happened in life. And I think we're all at that age where, oh, well, I don't know if there's a specific age where lots of stuff happens in your <laughs> life, but I feel like twenties, and and 30s is kind of when most of the big things happen. 
And so it's no wonder we don't remember one little thing that we might have talked about five times on a podcast. Right? Right. <laughs> also, the timelines alone <laughs> would make one's head spin. <laughs> so that's part of why, too. I got to say, my timeline is, oh, well, <laughs> the show's timeline. Yes. yes. And Mine's timeline. a little more straightforward. Mine is not. <laughs> I've time traveled twice in the last seven years, you guys. You just don't know. Okay. Wait till were... you see the Once Upon a Time reboot. <laughs> no. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> there were a lot of good speeches in this episode. A lot of them by Regina. Uh, Ash and Chat just pointed out she loved the snowing speech as well. So Snow and Charming speech, which was good. And then, I don't know if I ever thought I would say this on the podcast, but something I read in the chat, Doxon was right. Because <laughs> he said that he was, we were listening to Regina's speech to Rumple, like to Weaver, dead Rumple, gold, whoever, original, original dark one, who was dead on the floor. And Doc was like, great speech, could have been said in half the time or something. Dang. And I was like, that's really true. Like, this is the series finale. Could we, like, snap, snap, pick the bass up? <laughs> because it was a very touching speech, and she said some very lovely things, but she probably could have said half of those things, and it still would have been a nice speech. That's hilarious. And we could have had, like, a an additional character come back or <laughs> something. Uh, well, it may be true, but my bigger complaints usually revolved around them not slowing down and having some style. So <laughs> I won't fault them too much for lingering on a moment. Yeah, I guess. Plus apparently he was her longest friend or closest friend or oldest whatever. friend, oldest friend and everybody's favorite. True. Everybody's favorite lying dead on the floor. Oh, we needed we to stop on Jacqueline. Do you think we she's okay? <laughs> We we should check on Jack. <laughs> you mean Rumpel's girl? <laughs> I remember when I first started listening to this podcast. This has become like podcast reminiscing. I know. Um, I there were two other Canadian girls who I know who were listening. I Maddie, remember that. Yeah, Maddie and Belle, and I think it was Belle used to always be like. I'm the Canadian crying in the corner. And so then we just became the three Canadians or the three Canucks. I think we were calling ourselves crying in a corner. And we would literally just type like crying in the corner. into chat. <laughs> and I think I I'm the only one left that still watches the show. But I remember the three of you calling in to correct us on things that we said about Canadians. And yes, we, we called into the ramen noodle. That's right. That's what it was. <laughs> Uh, so look at that. We are reminiscing. We'll see how many people we can get together. We are doing our full discussion on Wednesday, May 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Just for old time's sake. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the, the hour change sometimes, but that is our old podcast day. Yeah. For six and of the seven years. Other than needing time to process, we also just literally 
they've aired this episode on a long weekend that's followed by a long weekend for you guys, a long weekend in Canada and then a long weekend in the States. So scheduling wise, we had to make some things happen. Right. (laughs) And it gives everybody more time to send in feedback. Yes. You can find options for that at oncepodcast.com slash feedback. And one thing I would really love everybody to send either for that episode or whatever, we're going to do something with it, (laughs) (laughs) Um, is I would like to know everybody's favorite scene, just top scene. From the whole series. And then from the whole series. It's probably from season one. I do understand that, but (laughs) it might not be. I mean, I guess we could also ask for a favorite scene from this season. Just to not be mean to the people who are only in this season. Yeah. But yes, I have a whole list of like favorites that we made during the after show last week that hopefully the co-hosts can get together and discuss. But then I'm really curious to know. I'm more curious to know what season everybody's favorite scene is from. Because I do feel like the bulk of them are going to be one and two. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Because there will probably be some runners up in other seasons, but I think season one just has a special place in everybody's hearts. That's true. We actually have quite a lot of people joining us for the live chat for this podcast. Thank you all for being here. You guys. And doing this show are what I will miss the most. I agree. And I think probably the only reason I'm still doing the podcast is because of you guys. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I would have watched the show till the end, but I'm the podcast goes on for all of you. That's true. I say, I think I've said a few times in frustration that I wouldn't be watching the show anymore if it weren't for the podcast. That's not true because I can't stop watching something that I'm in the middle of, (laughs) even if I hate it. And I haven't hated it. That's that's a harsh word. But there has been some ups and downs, let's just say. Thank you, everybody, for chatting live with us tonight during the episode of once and during the episode of once podcast and you can chat live with us hunter and jacqueline will not be recording their initial reactions live but we will be chatting live we will be recording our full discussion live as jeremy said on wednesday may 30th 2018 at 7 p.m eastern time (laughs) unless we time travel And please get us uh, feedback. Please send us your feedback um, about this episode, but then also your feedback. If you could do two separate emails, one if you have feedback for this episode, and then one if you have feedback just with your favorite once moments, that would be, that would help us sort it um, so that we can include as much as possible in the full discussion. So these have been our initial reactions from leaving Storybrooke. Please share this episode of the podcast by going to onespodcast.com slash 347. And please send us your feedback for that final episode of the podcast. 
or full discussion episode of the podcast. It's probably not the final episode of the podcast. <laughs> Correct. It will <laughs> Is there not <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Once Podcast, and you can follow each of us individually on Twitter. I'm Aaron, and I'm on Twitter at Aaron J. Cruz. I'm Jeremy on Twitter at Fleegon. That's P H L E G O N. And you can also follow Daniel on Twitter at the Daniel J. Lewis. Special thanks to our whole team of volunteers who helped to make this podcast possible Jack for writing our show notes, John Buchanis for editing our episodes. Hunter Hathaway and Jacqueline for providing spoilers, Jacqueline and Matthew Paul for moderating the forums, Keb for masterminding our timeline, Daniel, Jeremy, Heather, Hunter, and Jacqueline for hosting the podcast. And until next time, you don't do the right thing for a reward. You do it because it's right. And thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our heroes for supporting this episode. If you would like to be a hero too, please visit oncepodcast.com slash hero and thank you for your support.